Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. We're looking at the significance of the Jewish community in Hebron. It just uh, celebrated its 150th anniversary. Joining us on the line to tell us more about that, Rabbi Moshe Silberhaft, widely known as the Traveling Rabbi, who is also the spiritual leader and national director of the Small Jewish Communities Association, the SJCA. Rabbi, a very good afternoon to you. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Thank you, Michael. Hope you're well. All's good, Rabbi. Thanks very much. Hope you're well, too. And once again, thank you for taking the time to chat to us about this 150th anniversary of the establishment of the town of Hilbron. Tell us more about it. Right. Thank you very much. Uh, as you say, the town was established in 1873. Right. And the first Jews to arrive in the town were in 1858, in actual fact. Okay. Before the town, yeah. What's interesting is that it was a very, very prominent town because it was very close to the bigger center of Johannesburg, etc. Right. And in uh, 1905, this uh, congregation was established, and they had a rabbi for till the 1960s. 1910, the municipality dedicated uh, had, uh, allocated land to build a synagogue. Okay. What happened, what happened is that the community ceased to function in the 1970s, and um, the building, the synagogue building, was donated to the municipality to be used as a museum for the town. And it became known as the Raimland Museum. Right. And what's happened now is that the, um, with the change of government, etc., in 1994, no budget, no funding has been put towards the maintenance of this museum. And so the building and the display has become... Uh, dilapidated and requiring attention. Okay. The section of the building is the, the contents of the building, because when it was um, closed, all the contents went to Delmos, to the Delmos community. So the contents from Bethle- from uh, sorry, from Fixburg community mm-hmm. were put into the, uh, into the museum. It's very popular. It's on the main road. And they asked us to get involved with fundraising for upgrading the building. Right. And so they held an event last Thursday evening, the local town people. Okay. Um, and I was invited to be one of the guests. And all the money raised that evening is going to go towards the upgrade uh, of the museum. Okay. So we're sorry to cut in there, Rabbi. Were there any visitors uh, from, from beyond Helbron who came in? and Unfortunately uh, not. I did okay. put on Facebook so some of the that Jews that came from that town or... Uh, would come and join us anyway. Right. Uh, 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 Shlomi Molner from Fixburg, he came. Okay. His son, they were there, but otherwise, from Heilbronn itself, there weren't any any people. Okay. Jewish people, should I say? Wow. <laughs> okay, but uh, as you've mentioned, the enough funds have been raised now, and so at least uh, something well, tangible. Not enough. Well, not enough. We try. We, we are raising more funds. Right. Which is that the town felt it necessary that there should be a Jewish representative? Sure. Um, at the event, which is which is wonderful. Okay, and it's so important that the Jewish community, as small as we are and dwindling as we are rapidly, to actually mm-hmm. still, where possible, um, show an interest in these towns. Right. Uh, first of all, people that came from the towns, right. people that have family buried there, mm-hmm. but more importantly, as a Jewish organization, just to show encouragement to the local town people to say to them thank you for um, wanting to uh, maintain the building and the display, and yes, we are interested to assist. 
Rabbi, uh, as things stand, what is the population of the Hebron uh, Jew- Jewish community at the moment and uh, their, their stance in the town? Re- regarding, uh, it's, yeah. it's currently zero, zero. There are no Jews left in the town. Um, in the town of Hebron, there are no Jews left there. But very interesting that most of the people, or should I say many of the people that were there that evening when they saw me and I was introduced, came right. to talk to me and tell me lovely stories about the Jewish interaction they had with Jews growing up in the town, etc. Okay. And as we as we know, the Jewish people played huge positive roles in these towns, and they, in many cases, actually built the towns that they sure. established themselves. Rabbi, so very important. Just one thing out of interest is that in Heilbronn, there was some very, very strong anti-Semitism. Wow. Um, in 1916. Okay. And 1938, Malan came there and he told people to not do business with the Jewish people, to not employ Jewish people, not to even talk to them. So it's a very, very interesting um, aspect of that town where there was huge anti-Semitism. Uh, even local people that were employed by Jews were ostracized and, and uh, oh, okay. yeah, were ostracized. All right, driver. So, all right. So, since then until now, okay, you mentioned like a zero presence. So, so what's led to that now? Jews leave the small towns, left the small towns when their children, uh, as, as I've explained previously, Jews came to these small towns, they established themselves, right. when the kids grew up, they sent them to the bigger centers to become doctors and lawyers and accountants. Mm. They didn't want them to be shopkeepers. Okay. Also, that the uh, general dealer. All the Jew, many of the Jews had general dealer stores or the farmers, and then the chain stores came in and they made them redundant. Okay. And so what they did was is they followed their, their kids to the main centers, and that's what created a massive drain in all the small towns. In 1950, there were 45 active Jewish communities in the Free State. Everyone had a, a shul and a cemetery and a cheder and a reverence and slaughtering, shvita, etc. Today there's only two. Wow. And <laughs> the, the, the issue is that um, there's a drain right throughout South Africa. It's not only in the small communities mm. anymore. Okay. As you know. Well, okay, Rabbi, so on, on that note, we have to conclude now. Uh, where to next? What, what journey can uh, we look forward to, to regarding next? Rabbi Silverhaft? Any, any, uh, well, you're talking to me now from Mauritius, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rub it in. We're <laughs> hosting a memorial service tomorrow for the Jewish detainees that are, are still alive that were here during the Second World War. Okay. And that's a discussion for another time if you're interested. And um, yes. the way forward is if people that came from small communities want to donate towards looking after the graves of their families or if anybody from Helper or any of the other towns right. have pictures, memorabilia to hand them in or share them with us, it would be fantastic because we have to record our Jewish history. Indeed, indeed. And just a very quickly, Rabbi, when you come back from Mauritius, where are you headed to? Bloemfontein for Rosh Hashanah. Okay, indeed. Right, Rabbi. We're going to leave right. it there. Thank Rabbi, you. thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. I know you're pressed for time, but thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us about uh, the background to Helbron and where Jewish communities stand uh, in small towns and everywhere else scattered throughout the country or not at this point in time. Rabbi Moshe Snodderhaft, widely known as the traveling rabbi, the spiritual leader and national director of the Small Jewish Communities Association, the SJCA.